It's a Monday. This is the 28th day of June. And we say welcome back to Matthew Paul, who uh, was gone three days last week. So welcome yeah, back, Matt. Good morning. Good to have you back. Well, it's good to be back. It's great to be back. Yeah. But you're back on a short week. Yes. Yeah, so. Yes. We'll be enjoying the 4th of July holiday weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Just to let you folks know, there will be no program for us on Friday and Monday. That's right. So there you go. Indeed. So um, what'd you do while you were gone, Matt? Well, um... Have an essay? (laughs) I started thinking about this, actually, when I was on vacation. Okay. Because I know you always ask me to give an essay on my time off. And we we had... My wife's cousin, James, had a wedding. Okay. And it was in... Romeoville, okay. Illinois, which uh-huh. is one of the, you know, kind of outlying suburbs of Chicago. Yeah. And so we thought, let's just make kind of a long, extended weekend of it. So we'll go up into Chicago. We'll get a hotel in Chicago, do some stuff, and then go do the wedding, which was Friday. Then we have a friend that lives in Merrillville, and we stayed with her uh, Saturday night into Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. Okay. Um, and, you know, when we when we do these kind of things, like when we stay in a, especially in Chicago, when we tend to pick a hotel and we, we then look at the stuff around it. And we're like, all right, it's it's a 12-minute walk here. Okay. It's a 20-minute walk here, which we're fine with. We're not afraid to park the car for two days and walk everywhere. Okay. That's, that's no big deal to us. All right. However... <laughs> It rained, oh and it was just, it rained and rained and rained and rained and rained, and it's like you know our first day was fine. We did the uh, did the field museum, and you know that was that was fine. It was cool, but it just the the other few days it just rained, and we were just wet and miserable, and you know. So, no, we we ended up getting quite a bit of rain here locally, right? But it wasn't like an all-day set-in kind of deal, so I guess yours was more of a, it set in and just pretty much rained. Yeah. yeah. And not just like sprint, like we were drenched, like yeah. we were, you know, it's just, Chicago loses its charm when it's <laughs> pouring down rain, you know? Yeah. We stayed in this really cool hotel <laughs> uh, called the Knickerbocker. Okay. Which is, uh, dates back to like 1927. Okay. It's got, you know. You could have been in Al Capone's room. Yeah. I mean, for all was, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. really a, a very cool hotel. But um, the beds just tore us up, man. Like, it, <laughs> and it's probably, I don't know if I'm like just fat and old. I don't know. But, like, my <laughs> back hurts oh. so bad. Oh, so, no. like, on top of, you know, on top of that, like, you know, my back's killing me when we're walking everywhere. And my wife, you know, are you okay? I'm worried about you. Fine, fine. Uh, so it was a wonderful getaway. <laughs> and then on top of that, and here's here's the other thing. I'm going to sound like old guy now. Okay, all right, all right. Everything is so expensive. <laughs> like it's getting, it, it's it's almost getting to like theme park ridiculousness yeah. in Chicago. It really is. 
like we ate <laughs> we ate breakfast at this place out the door and around the corner from a hotel. Okay. All right. And it was you know, after tip it was well over sixty bucks for the four of us yeah. to eat breakfast. It's pretty pricey breakfast, yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like it, it's just you, you can't get away. It's like you know, fifty dollars here, sixty bucks here, seventy dollars. It was seventy dollars for us to park for three days. You know, that's actually sounds kind of reasonable. Well, that was <laughs> that was like the deal we got through the hotel. Oh, okay, right. So it wasn't free parking, just discounted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's just it. Gas three eighty five a gallon. Oh my! In Chicago. Boy, did you do any subway riding? No. 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 Because that's an adventure in and of itself. You ride it, the it subway. Is. But. It is. But like the, the, the last day, um, yesterday, we um, we stayed with our friend Amanda, who runs the Gary Salvation Army. Okay. And we went with her like every Sunday afternoon. She does this thing where she goes to a different spot in Gary and hands out ice cream to kids and you know some cleaning supplies to their parents and and it's just this really cool deal and so we went and did that with her that was the best part of the trip by far yeah was going into gary handing out ice cream to kids that was incredible now what was your take on on gary because i'm not sure where you went Mm -hmm. as you well know if you you know, go in the right area. It's there's a lot of empty homes, yep. abandoned. Yep. Did you see a lot of that? Oh, yeah. yeah. And and I asked her. I said, you know, because because you're driving around and it's like Gary butts right up to Maryville, so it's it's hard to get a feel for how things really are. But there's a definite, you know, if you're if you're driving along this road or any any street, you can look down and see empty, empty, yeah. empty. You know overgrown mm-hmm. you know abandoned yeah abandoned yeah. type stuff yeah i mean and and she was telling us she's like you know there's there's been you know articles written that gary is the worst city in, in america you know and mm-hmm. it's just there's a lot wrong with it yeah. for sure but but you know if that was the best part of the trip that it really was worth it yeah. it really was so, uh, you know, while you were gone, I, uh, of course, held down the fort. You know, very important aspect for me to you know, hold down the fort. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we're driving back okay. Saturday after the wedding. We're, we're driving, you know, we're trying to go from our hotel because we, we then we moved to hotels for the wedding and we're staying in Naperville. And so we're going from Naperville to Merrillville. It should have been a little over an hour. And it turned into three plus hours because of, again, torrential downpours where we're sitting in this traffic, like standstill traffic on the highway. Tornado sirens going off, you know, our phones are going and tornado warnings are all over the place. The semi had like jackknifed and and turned four lanes to one. Oh, gee. And it was just. It was bad. It's just so bad. Now, wasn't it some point in that time frame, one of the uh, suburbs was hit with a tornado? 
I think so, yeah. You know, I can't recall which, but, you know, so I, understandably, the weather was pretty lousy. <laughs> it was pretty lousy yeah. here, too, I know. I know we had some tornado activity yeah. locally over yeah, the weekend. Friday, we uh, had the sirens blaring. Mm-hmm. Saturday got looking nasty. Yeah. It got really ominous. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, here we go again. Yeah. And I was here waiting because I thought, you know, surely the way this looks, and it just didn't didn't develop, right. which is good. But, boy, we've had more than our share of rain for certain. But, but we've needed it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, you know, we're ahead of schedule now. I guess so. The way things have come down. <laughs> and uh, still the possibility of rain as we go through the week. So... We're not done yet. Although we should see some sun. But right. there's still the chance of showers and storms. And with that, we'll have a complete look at weather on the way. We'll check news now with Karen. This is Tidbits. This is the final Monday of the month of June. Hard to believe we're yeah. just about finished. Yeah. Fourth of July holiday weekend gone away. Hey, how did uh, how did you enjoy your time at the Miami County 4-H? Fair? Oh, that was a blast, right? Yeah, I had a good time too. Been a while since we've had fair activities, mm-hmm. so I really got into spinning the wheel with the people. Yeah, you know, that was, was fun. You know. That was fun. But uh, yeah, things went pretty well there, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got our fair coming up on the eleventh. That's when the Queen contest is, and then. The uh, 12th, when it all really gets rolling. Okay. All right. Good deal. Looking forward to that, too. Yeah. Now, in the uh, tidbit section today, I know it's hard to believe, but it says that success on social media is driven by hate. What? (laughs) Researchers looked at Facebook and Twitter posts from both conservative and liberal media accounts and members of Congress. Hmm. They found was... um, All of the factors studied, the biggest predictor of whether a post wound up going viral was whether it was about the opposite group. In this case, a conservative talking about a liberal or vice versa. Mm. Negative and moral emotional words also slightly increase the odds of a post being shared. And, you know, if you're on that stuff, yeah, I'm not on it, but I know that that's what goes on. Yeah. You don't even have to be on it. Yeah. To hear what things are like. So that, I don't, I think that's one of those, duh. You already know that, don't you? <laughs> Pretty much. Someone, you know, posts something that, that reinforces your particular viewpoint. You're, yeah, you know. Yes. <laughs> okay. Again, duh. No kidding. No kidding. All right. Now, th- this says that um, as of May 2021, American Perspective Survey finds that Americans report having fewer close friendships than they once did, talking to their friends less often and relying less on their friends for personal support. 15% of men, 10% of women have no close friends. Wow. With the pandemic being the most obvious culprit in the national friendship decline, But broader structural forces may be playing a more important role. Americans are marrying later than ever and more geographically mobile than in the past. 
They're strongly associated with increasing rates of self-reported social isolation and feelings of loneliness. Oh, really? You tell me that everybody just stayed in their house and never ventured out during the entire crisis. Right. I know people did. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They're not fooling anyone with that. <laughs> American parents. So what you're saying, you're wagging your finger saying, ah, I know better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just know they did. Yeah. American parents are spending twice as much time with their kids compared to previous generations, crowding out other types of relationships, including friends. I think, I think you're right for our particular area. Yeah. But I think once you get into bigger urban markets, I bet it's flipped on its head. Yeah. I bet it's a complete opposite. Okay. I bet in, yeah. in that case, that's where you have people that stayed hunkered down in their apartments and didn't do anything. Yeah. But you still have your phone, and you you can't stay in contact with your friends? It's not the same, though. Oh. Like, it's not, you know, it's not the same. Okay. You're not out socially doing... You know, right. Yeah. Right. Finally, it says Americans are working longer hours, traveling more for work, which may come at the cost of maintaining and developing friendships. So, you've got fewer friends now than you started with, according to this. Buck up and be okay. <laughs> you, you guys are deal hunters. Okay. Says the average American spends 83 hours a year scrolling online for the best sales, saving nearly 10 grand a year. Hmm. Interesting. A study finds 65% of online shoppers believe finding an online sale brings unmatched satisfaction. That's pretty sad, too. Unmatched satisfaction. I can't think of anything better <laughs> than saving money on this doodad right now. Some say the best deals uh, they've ever found in their lives include huge discounts on designer clothing, exercise equipment, and jewelry. And they feel real good about it. I guess so. More than half brag about a sale they spotted to their friends and family what are you doing you don't have any friends anymore 69 <laughs> percent want to share their good deals yeah. so others can find great purchases too <laughs> <laughs> hi i bought this designer shirt for 13 dollars. <laughs> now have you ever participated in one of those online surveys it says you you know to get a good deal, take an online survey. 63% say they've done that to try to get a good deal. I, I've done it. I was in the market for something. I want to say it was a new, might have been a Chromebook for my wife or something. But, <laughs> okay. but I was on the website, and it was like, hey, take our survey. And I'm like, what if at the end of the survey they give me like, you know, 10% off or right, whatever, right. you know? So you're thinking ahead. Yeah. So I'm like... 20 minutes later, I'm just like <laughs> clicking crap just to get it over with. You know what I mean? It was. <laughs> Did you get any savings? Well, at the end, it was like, thank you for your time. We appreciate it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, got nothing. Uh, let's see. 59% <laughs> sign up for an email newsletter. See, I don't want to get that stuff. Sign but up. But occasionally you get, I mean, they, there's some good stuff in there. Like, okay. Like, like, for instance, if you have a favorite restaurant okay. and you sign up for their email account, 
Well, when it's your birthday, maybe you get a free appetizer on your oh, birthday. That right. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, let's see. 51% sign up for a rewards program. Sign up for the text updates, 50%, and 28% apply for a store's credit card, they say, for better deals. So, but the, the, to feel that uh, that wonderful when you find oh. a great deal is... Oh, it's the most satisfying thing in the world. I can't <laughs> think of anything better. <laughs> Here's a kid, not a kid anymore, but a TikTok woman gone viral... Revealed that her parents taxed her allowance growing up. And parents everywhere think it's genius. Okay. What is the weirdest thing your family did until you grew up and realized it was just (laughs) y'all? The woman answered, she has over 10 million views. In the video said, my parents taxed my chore money at 25%. When I was 10, I do 10 points worth of chores a week to get 10 bucks. 250 went to the taxes, 250 into the savings account, and then I'd get to keep the other 50% for spending. So, you know, you get used to taxes when you're young, plus you've got money set aside. Uh, it kind of makes sense if you think about it. But what do your parents do with it? Well, it says here, once family taxes built up enough, we have a family meeting and vote on how we were going to spend it. So one time... This is what every kid wants to buy. We bought a new microwave. My mom said ours worked fine, but the other three of us thought it was slow and old, so we overruled her. Then she says, honestly, as an adult, I'm glad they did that, because when I got a real job and all those taxes were taken out, I was like, what else is new? So she was used to it as a youngster. Which is, is interesting, because we're... We're at a point now where our, our daughter is getting to the age of wanting to get a job yeah. to make some extra money. And and she's like, so how much is minimum wage? You know, it's seven twenty-five. Yeah. And so she's doing some math, and then it's like, okay, but you got to take out taxes. So I, I always use, I want to say, just for estimation purposes, like 23%. Yeah. Just yeah. right off the top. And that's a pretty good estimate. 23% yeah. you're not going to see. What do you mean? That, that's taxes, darling. <laughs> taxes are dumb. Hey, man. It's part of life. Yeah. So so she's getting ready yeah. to head out there. Mm-hmm. What a time to look for a job if you're, you know. Yeah. A lot of places have it on their sign looking for help. Oh, it's crazy. You know. Crazy. Up to $10 an hour, you know, some of these signs say. So she wouldn't necessarily start at seven and a quarter. You know, she could. If you have a CDL license, you could get a job anywhere. Oh, I mean, yeah. literally anywhere right now. It's crazy. Well, this takes a little training, Matt. You can give, you can make it. <laughs> I can do it. <clears throat> this is something that I feared when you and I went up in the balloon locally. Okay, the okay. hot air balloon. <laughs> yeah. This from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Five died after the gondola that was carrying the riders detached. Oh, jeez. And plummeted to the ground below. No. The balloon itself floated down after that, and several people got video of that falling from the sky. Four of the five were found dead at the scene. One was found alive, but critical, and later died. The initial investigation found the balloon 
struck an overhead power line as it descended toward the ground. The basket became engulfed in flames. I don't know how high up they were, but, you know, any height at all. I've always feared that. Yeah. I feared it when you and I were in it, and we're only, what, 50 feet up? Yeah, we weren't very high at all. You know? At all. It's like, what if this, you know, I'm thinking the bottom's going to fall out. Yeah. Okay, not just the yeah. detach. Right. See, now even more reason for me to be weary. Okay. <laughs> and see, like when we did that, that was, to me, that was just, that was nothing. That was just like up and down. We're, yeah. we're fine. But like these balloons, I can't remember. They go, they go high. Yeah. And it's like. And to me, there's only one way to really guide them, isn't there? And that's up and down. Depending on how much, you know, you, right. you blow into the balloon. Yeah. You can't really steer it left or right, can you? You have to be reliant on the winds to get you to your destination. I don't know, man. I never piloted one. I don't <laughs> you know, know. I just, you know, I feel very... I can't imagine being up in one. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Takes a lot of, uh, a lot of courage. I can't imagine. But, you know, out of all the balloons that have ever been up, how many times have you ever heard of that? Right. Very seldom. Right. But still... You know, yeah, there haven't been many plane crashes, but when I'm on one, I'm thinking, this is the one. Okay? This is it. And uh, finally, if you pay rent, they're soaring. Single-family home rent rose 5.3% in April. That compared to the previous April, that that's the largest year-over-year gain in 15 years. Wow. Now, you got to wonder what's going to happen now with Corona. Of course, the virus made it so folks could avoid paying rent because yeah. of the situation. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's tough to rent. Tough to find a home. Mm-hmm. Aren't very many homes for sale. Right. Certainly a seller's market. And when, they're, when they do hit the market, they're snarfed up. I mean, yeah. it's, Didn't it's take very hard. So, there you go, Matt. Some tidbits on this Monday with a welcome back to you. And a short week for us. It's great to be back, Dale. It's good to see you. We'll be here through Thursday. Friday, we're off. Monday, we're off. (laughs) I may not return after that. (laughs) I may be permanently off. This may be the final week. (laughs) Would they allow? Yeah. Because I have a big milestone this week. That's true, you do. Which makes it worse. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, well, you're still old, but you're not old enough to do anything. Yes. So I'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. All right. I got to go. All right. Take care, buddy. buddy.